0: We began a few weeks ago talking about receiving a full reward. And our main texts have been right here in the book of Revelation, the 11th chapter, the 17th verse. He said, We give thanks, O Lord God Almighty, who art and wast and art to come, because you've taken to you of your great power. And you have reigned. The nations were angry. And your wrath has come the time of the dead that they should be judged. And that you should give reward unto your servants, the prophets, and to the saints, and them that fear your name, small and great. He goes on. He's talking about what's ahead of us. There's a time coming when... The things of this world will be finished. And there's coming a judgment. And uh, not all of it is bad. It depends on which side you're on. (laughs) But I just want you to notice this. He's going to give reward. Somebody say reward. Reward. He's going to give reward to the prophets and... To the saints. Got any saints in here? Yeah. Yep. Yes, Somebody Well, I'm, I'm not a saint. Then you're an ain't. <laughs> ain't saved. That's right. Oh, no, no, I'm saved. You can't have it both ways. Right. Uh, we, we, we're not just holy because of our works and our efforts and accomplishments. He has made us. Jesus has been made unto us. Wisdom, righteousness Sanctification That's holiness And redemption The only way we could really be holy In the eyes of God Is for him to make us Holy He made us righteous The scripture said in 2 Corinthians 5 God made him To be sin Who knew no sin That we might be made Everybody say made, 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 the righteousness of God in Him. Now, Jesus didn't sin. He didn't commit sin. He didn't earn judgment, but He was made sin and was judged in our place. You and I haven't deserved holiness and righteousness, but we have been made. Just as surely as He was made sin, if you believe on Him and have received it, you've been made righteous, made holy. Come on, somebody said out loud. I, I receive the righteousness of Christ. He has made me holy. He has made me righteous. That's not bragging on yourself. You didn't do it. My father in the faith, Kenneth Hagin Sr., who's in heaven now, he related about how he had an experience where he saw the Lord. He was caught up and he said he saw the Lord and the Lord said some things to him and he said at one moment he, he just, you know, he had been looking around and, but he looked, he did straight at the Lord and he said he was just overcome. He was just overwhelmed. He said, somebody said, what does he look like? He could tell you, he could tell you the hair color and height, and he's about so and so. He said, but the most amazing feature was his eyes. Yeah. He, said they, he, he said he didn't describe it, but he said he, they, they looked like wells of living love. Wow. He said it, looked, it seemed to him you could look miles deep into his eyes, yes. living love, And he said, he was overwhelmed and he just fell at at the master's feet and said, Lord, no one as unworthy as I should look on your face. And you know, in in the presence of such power and purity and holiness, you'd feel that way. But he said, the Lord said, stand up, (laughs) stand up on your feet. He said he stood up. You know, you didn't think about not doing it. <laughs> the Lord told you to do it. He said he stood up on his feet. And he said, the Lord said, I've made you worthy to look on my face. Man, ever from the first time I heard that, it just went right into me. Do you believe this or not? Is it true or not? He said, I've made you worthy to look on my... That's the only reason we're making heaven. It's not because we've done everything perfectly. He has, somebody say it out loud again. He has made me me holy. Holy. He has made me me righteous. Righteous. Glory to God. Then don't be talking about how unworthy you are because you're slighting the work of the cross to do so. Don't be talking about how unrighteous you are It's either happened or it hasn't. It's either by what he's done or it isn't. What some people think is humility is actually speaking disrespectfully and disparagingly of what the Lord has done. I want you to say it another time. Mm -hmm. Let's overcome some religious tradition. Are y'all with me or not? Come on, say it out loud. He has has made me me holy. holy. He He has. Made me, made me righteous. righteous. He, has he has made me, made me worthy. worthy. That's not bragging. No. It's not something you did. It's something he did that you have believed and received. Oh, somebody say, Thank you, Lord. I was worth you combing your hair and coming out. Is that right? Yes. Just right there. To get start for us, for you and I to shout about this together, in His presence today. There, there, are reasons why the Lord said, "Don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together." We we need to be in this corporate anointing. It feeds you, it helps you, it changes you. Uh, in Revelations, go skip over to the end of the book, the twenty second chapter. Revelation 22 and 12. He had said in that previous verse, he's going to give reward. And he finished by saying to them that fear thy name, small and great. Who's going to get a reward? Everybody. Who fears his name? Not everybody, period, but everybody who believes on him and reverences him. He went on to say, excuse me, in the end of the book here, he said, behold, I come quickly. Do you believe that? Yes. Somebody said, well, that's been, what, it's been thousands of years ago. Yeah, two days. Yes. <laughs> yes. The Bible said with the Lord, a thousand years is like a day. Yes. So if you said, boy, it's going to happen quickly and it happened within the week, would you be lying? <laughs> so if it happened within the next 3,000 years from now, it happened within a week, God time. <laughs> One thing we know is later than it's ever been. Is that right? We're closer to it than anybody has been thus far. And, and how close are we? Close. How quick is it going to happen? Soon. <laughs> When's he coming? Soon. Quickly. He said. He said. Right? Yep. So don't try to, you know, take it apart or uh, don't try to uh, figure a date. Yeah. You'll just join the many who've shown themselves foolish. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> When's the Lord coming? Soon. I already helped you out. Soon. <laughs> right? Yeah. Quickly. So, when exactly? Soon. <laughs> hmm? You know that's right. You're quoting scripture. Quickly. And what's, what's he? He said, I'm bringing something. I'm coming quick, quickly, and I'm bringing something. What's he bringing? Now, should we read that and go, oh, okay. Why would, you, why would he tell you that? If we believe this and have any understanding of it, it would excite us. Yes. We'd go, ooh, reward. Because yes. whose reward is it? Yes. Everybody that reverences Him, small and great. Yes. You're going to get a reward yes. past this life. Yes. See, that, that's not a fraction of the crowd. No. You're like, oh, that's why I'm teaching on it. Yes. Yes! Yes. Are you a believer? Yes. Do you reverence the Lord? Yes. Have you any desire to serve Him? Yes. And if you'll act on some of the things He tells you to do, the reward will be greater. Yes. Hmm? Yes, sir. And if you act fully on what He directs you to do, your reward will be very great. Yes. Something to be excited about. My reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Now, here's the thing. Actually, when I was out of the country a few months ago, the Lord ministered to me about this. And a lot of times that's happened. While I'm out on the road waiting on the Lord about something, I'll get something, I wind up coming back and preaching to you.
1: Awesome.
0: So it's not hurting you for me to go out on the road. (laughs) But, and actually every country that I went to uh, recently, uh, Singapore and Australia and Samoa, every one of those places, they said, please tell your people, thank you for sharing you and for sending you. you. They told me those specific things. Tell her. They said, tell Miss Phyllis (laughs) and tell the Faith Life Church people, thank you. So uh, you're sending us. He said he's gonna, he said, I'm coming quickly, I got my reward with me. To give to to give to who? Every man according to what. Now here's the thing that we need to get clear. God is not socialist or communist. He's not going to give the reward equally to everybody, because equal is not fair. Hmm? Now I've already talked about some of this, so if this sounds strange to you, go back and get some of the previous messages. You can go online, it won't cost you anything. But equal is not the same as fair. And a lot of people have imagined you know, that, that fair is, is dividing everything. Equally, and in their mind, they got this idea. You know, when you get to heaven, it'll probably be a bunch of uh, uh, McMansions. <laughs> that they're all, you know, the same. Probably white with some columns in the front. Everybody's is the same. Nobody's is bigger or smaller or different. Everybody's got their standard-issue heaven mansion. <laughs> And everybody's happy because God is so fair. That wouldn't be fair. People that barely believed in him wouldn't obey him for 80 years of their life versus people who loved him with all their heart, sacrificed everything they had and gave him everything they had for 80 years and they both get the same McMansion. That wouldn't be fair. And we got into last week about how the Lord says in 1 Corinthians, the scripture says in 1 Corinthians 15, that in the resurrection, we will differ in glory like the stars differ. Well, some stars are a lot brighter than others. Uh, A man gave his testimony one time. He actually fell off of a, a balcony or something and fell onto a con- uh, concrete uh, sidewalk and busted his head. And, and actually, they, they got the paramedics over there, and, and he died there on the ground. No heartbeat, nothing. And they rushed him to the hospital. and He came and went and came and went, and finally, eventually, they got him back. And, and, and when they did, he said he went to heaven. Wow. And the Lord showed him his mansion. <laughs> But it was, it was a revelation. He said, he said, man, I had real estate. He said it was a valley. It had water. There was a mountain behind it. That ain't a McMansion. He said the Lord showed it. He said he saw things that he liked on the earth that were there. And it's just what he liked. And there were things he didn't even know he liked. But when he saw it, he thought, oh yeah, that's what I like. But he hadn't figured it out yet. And he was standing there just in amazement. And he said, uh, the Lord said, I know what each of my children like. And I custom build their abodes for them. I looked that word up later. That is the very word. Well, you know if it was the Lord, he'd know what he's talking about. Yeah. It was the very word that's in John that says in my father's house are many mansions. It, it, it's, the words are abode and part of, one of the word is the word we get our word manor from. Wow. A manor is a landed estate. There you go. I reckon some things will be different. Yeah. But how many know they'll be good. They will be How many of that sounds right to you? The Lord said, I know what each of my children like. Does he or doesn't he? And he said, I custom build each of their abodes for them. He said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. If it wasn't so, I'd have told you. In my father's house are many efficiencies. Apartments, no, no, abodes, manners. Oh, somebody say, glory to God. Glory to God. How many know nobody should miss out on this? Everybody should get involved in this. So everybody you can influence, do it. Bring up the Lord to them. Talk to them about it. Talk to them about their future and their faith. Because this is not a fairy tale. This is real. Life is very short. We'll soon be out of here. Yes, sir. And uh, it should just bless us so much to realize they're working on our place
1: yeah.
0: today. Yes, huh? Oh. Tell your neighbor, help them out, say so they're working on your place. They're working on your place today. Reckon you'll like it? Oh. oh, 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 you'll just walk up and down and through and you'll just go, oh, God, oh, God. He's so good. Oh, God. Oh, he's wanted one of them. Oh, God. Oh, God. And I didn't know I wanted one of them, but whoa. Is he good? Is he good? He's able to do exceeding, abundantly, above anything you ever asked or thought. That's how good he is. That's how big he is. And as if that wasn't enough, he's also going to reward you other things. There is reward. Now That could be part of it, but there's reward that he talks extensively about. Go with me to Genesis please. My, 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 get stirred up. How many think it's something to get stirred up about? Mm-mm. Genesis 15 and verse 1. Now Genesis is back in the front of the book, right? This is, uh, you know, God never changes. People change, culture changes, changes, generations change. God does not change. He doesn't need to change. He is perfection. His word doesn't need to change. There will never be a Bible. If anybody comes out with one, don't get it. Don't get it. (laughs) He said, it says, after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision. And the Lord said to Abram, fear not, Abram, I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. (laughs) This is one of those great I am statements. Revealing uh, things about the eternal one. He has multiple names he's revealed himself by and that's how they start out. I am the Lord who heals you. I am uh, the, the good shepherd. I am the Lord your righteousness. I am. I am. And here's one of them. Yes. I am your shield. <laughs> Way before Star Trek. A long, long time ago. God has f- had force fields. You see it in Egypt and the land of Goshen. When the plagues came through Egypt and ravaged them, they ran up against an invisible barrier at the border of the land of Goshen. Now, that'd be like between the state line of Arkansas and Missouri here. Now, this would have been, this would have been amazing to see. Pitch black in Missouri. And the sun shining in Arkansas, now how, how does that work? Right. And plagues on, on just, just across the line. Right. And on the other, why? It ran into something. Yes. Yes. Mm. Amen. God. Wow. You read about it in the book of Job. Yes. Hmm? Yes. The enemy kept trying to get to Job and he said, you, you've put yes. a hedge yes. Yes. around him yes. and everything that he's got. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. Well, the shadow is not just an empty shadow. It is a force of power that protects and keeps. Oh, somebody say glory to God. Glory <laughs> to
1: God.
0: Mm, wow. I am your shield. What else did he say? And your experience Now, if he had just said reward, that would have been good. If he had said great reward, that would have been awesome. But he said, now when God throws in extra descriptors, (laughs) he does not exaggerate. If he uses a word to emphasize how big it is, Remember who you're talking about here? If God said, it's big. No, you didn't hear that. If the Almighty says, it's big. big." (laughs) (laughs) Then it's big. big. (laughs) And the Almighty says, I am your exceeding great reward. Now go with me to the book of Hebrews, please. There's a lot here, we won't take time. But Hebrews 11, well actually, back up to the 10th chapter 1st. We'll we'll work our way there. 10 32. 10:32. He said, call to remembrance the former days in which, after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of afflictions. Keep going, unless we're going to read the rest of the chapter here. Partly while you were made a gazing stock by both by reproaches and afflictions, and partly whilst you became companions of them that were so used, he's talking about persecution. Verse 34. You had compassion of me and my bonds and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that you have in heaven a better and an enduring substance. Now, this is going to come up again more than once, this thought. And we'll see how the Lord helps us to, to get into this, but reward is connected to Persecution. We're going to see that as we go further. And persecution is the result of identifying with Christ. There are a lot of places in this world. If you confess Jesus as Lord and are publicly baptized, your family will disown you. Your mother, your father, your children, excuse yeah, your children. Your brothers and sisters, they they will say you're you're dead to them. And depending on where you are in the world, there are people that won't do business with you. Your business will be over. There are people that will fire you if you worked for them. Everybody say persecution.
1: Persecution.
0: But if you did that because you believe in God and you love him, there will be reward. There will be reward. And that's not the only way that that happens. The scripture says, they that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. There is a suffering according to the will of God, but it's not what people have said. You got people trying to tell you that you're suffering cancer for the Lord that you're suffering, you know, not having enough to eat and your, and your children doing without for, for the Lord. No, no, we've been redeemed from the curse of the law. We have not been redeemed from persecution. Now the word persecution is, we, we get our word Pursue. Sounds similar, doesn't it? Yeah. Persecute, pursue. To be persecuted is to be chased, to be pursued, to be harassed. And reckon who's behind that? Just because you stood up and said you, you want to believe the Lord. The, if you're saved, how many saved? I want to see a show of hands. If you've received the Lord, you have already missed the devil's perfect will for your life. Amen. You just missed it. You missed the devil's perfect will for your life. Because his perfect will was to take you with him to hell. But you missed that. Your name's in the Lamb's Book of Life. So the enemy has to drop back to a secondary position And his acceptable will is for you to go to be with the Lord since you're going to go with him now. Now. Through a car wreck, through a disease, through a crime, get you out of here lest you influence somebody else to miss his perfect will also. And if he can't do that, because the Lord's protecting you right. and keeping you, he has to it back to another position. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Persecute. Yeah. Harass. Yeah. Try to shame you. Try to scare you. Right. Try to wear you down so that you don't talk about Jesus. You don't talk about faith. You, don't, you wouldn't dare bring up speaking in tongues or being filled with the Spirit or the gifts of the Spirit. Shut you up. Defeat you. Get you to get dis, uh, discouraged, disillusioned. Don't influence anybody. But you'll see this. Anybody that's influencing anybody for Christ will also have... Persecution. Yes. This is true with everybody. All that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer not the curse of the law. They'll suffer what? Persecution. Persecution. And the Lord tells us, don't let that bother you. Yes. Oh, come on, y'all. Did y'all hear that or not? <laughs> we were talking about uh, Brother Kenneth. And Miss Gloria Copeland were here in one of our meetings a while back, y'all might remember, and I was talking about if you reaped a big enough harvest into a you reaped a billion dollars, you're gonna be persecuted for that. You don't believe it? Do it. See it. And Miss Gloria speaks that, she says, Oh, you'll get over it. <laughs> you'll get over it. I thought, yeah, yeah, I could get over it. <laughs> get over it. Matthew five. I want you to listen to this. Matthew five ten. They got it on the screen for us. Blessed are they which are what persecuted. Persecuted for what? Right. Now here, I, this is a big subject and it hadn't been. You know, maybe as much teaching on it as there could be. But if you read the book of Peter, 1 Peter, you'll see he talks a lot about suffering and glory in that book. And he talks about suffering because of two reasons, though suffering for your own faults and mistakes, for which there is no reward. <laughs> and suffering according to the will of God persecution for which there is great reward so you can suffer because of being dumb (laughs) and the reason I bring it up because people are suffering because of their own dumb mistakes and claiming they're suffering for the Lord and that's irritating yes So don't you be irritating. (laughs) If you're suffering for your own mistakes, just fess up, right? Why did you go through all that? Dumb, just just was dumb. The Lord said, do this, but no, I had to to do my own thing, so it cost me. That's not suffering for the Lord. No. Suffering for your own faults versus or in contrast to suffering according, you know, persecution, according to the will of God. He said, blessed are they that are persecuted, not just for any reason, but for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely, for my sake. Now let's just stop right here. Do most people see that as being blessed? Huh? They, they said things against you falsely, evil things. Well, that's lying on you.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Persecuting you, that's harassing you, bothering you, chasing you, pressuring you, reviling you. Well, that's not treating you nice. Despising you, lying on you, harassing you, and you think I'm blessed? (laughs) Uh, Huh? People don't. Do we need mind renewal or do we need right mind renewal? Yes. You say, "Well, people haven't done me that way." Well, then you need to make some changes. You need to begin to identify more with Him. Be quicker to step out and obey and do what he tells you to do.
1: That's right. Amen. Yes, sir.
0: He said, Blessed are you. How many believe what the Lord said? If he said it, that's how it is. You're blessed when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely. They're lying on you for, my, for his sake. Now, now get that. For his, why are they talking bad about you? Because you have identified with him. You're one of them. (laughs) My wife, Phyllis, uh, used to work in doctor's offices. She managed them. And so she was involved with the insurance side of things. And she was on the phone one time with, I don't know what you'd call them, adjuster, whatever they are. And he said, and, and said this guy was flirting with her over the phone. <laughs> and among they're having to wait on some kind of something. And, and so uh, he begins to tell her about this girl that he dated, that was crazy, <laughs> wanted him to go to church. <laughs> <laughs> and so they went, and and they were crazy. They they stood up. They babbled in languages you couldn't understand, and they praised God right out loud. He said, It was crazy. And there's silence on the other end of the phone. And she, he said, You're not one of them. Are you? She said, I'm one of them. I am, I'm, I'm a ringleader of one of them. Are you one of them? If you're not ashamed to be one of them, God believing, faith talking, faith walking, tongue talking. Is that right? If you're one of them and you're bold about it, you'll be persecuted. Not everybody will like it. Not everybody will speak well of it. You may not be invited to some parties. Which is better for you. Probably didn't need to be at that party. Is that right? You, you, you may be ex- excluded. or, uh, You know, talked about behind your back. And you can go one of two ways with that. You can get your feelings hurt. You, you can draw inward. You can be mad at them and you can try to defend yourself every other day, and, and then you can get ashamed and just back off and try to hide that you're a Christian. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Come on, say, somebody say, wrong. Yeah. Or you can believe what Jesus said. Yeah. And you can say, well, look at here. Yeah. Same thing happened to the prophets, yeah. it's happening to me. Yeah. Same thing had happened to Peter yeah. and Paul. Yeah happened to me, they were persecuted because they believed God, because they preached the real gospel, because they were unashamed, unintimidated. That's right. Same thing that happened to Jesus. It's happening to me, which means if you if you're persecuted for his sake, you're worthy of reward. If you're a partaker of the sufferings for the cross, you uh, should be a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. And any tribulation down here, the scripture said, is not even worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Keep reading. It goes on. When people revile you, now revile's not a nice thing they think about you and they go, "Yeah, that Keith Moore makes me sick. I've actually heard people say that. Can't stand. Yeah. <laughs> now, if it was because of something stupid, I did. Right. But if I obeyed the Lord and said something and did something and they despised that, and they persecute me because of that. The Lord said, "You blessed boy, right?" And say so all, all manner of evil. Now that's not just a little slight. All manner of evil, man. They are taking you apart. Is that right? They are running you into the ground. They're calling you everything but a nice fellow. All manner of evil against you and lying about it, falsely. For why? For why? For my sake. Because you've identified with me. You're quoting me. You're following me. Verse 12. What do you do? <laughs> you get an ugly gram. They post a bunch of stuff on Facebook, <laughs> which is why I stay off of there. <laughs> if you see things that are on Facebook that's supposed to be me it's not I'm not on there what do you do people are talking bad about you they're reviling you they're persecuting you they're lying on you Jesus said what bless your darling heart know why you're crying Feel for it? No, no. Rejoice and be exceeding glad. Oh, somebody say glory to God. In another gospel account, it says leap for joy. Leap, jump. Now we need mind renewal, don't we? Because I have to. I have to admit. I mean, I haven't always jumped when I heard people say bad things about me. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't always jumped. I'm like, what? They don't know me. Why would they say that? That's a lie. Why would they say that? But that's a wrong response. That's not listening to the head of the church. The head of the church said, Rejoice. Rejoice. And not just be glad. Be what? Being glad would be a revolution for most people on the planet. Is that right? When people are talking about, but being exceeding, exceedingly glad, why? Why? Not because you're happy that they're talking about you. Not because you're enjoying the harassment. Nobody's going to enjoy that. Why are you shouting in? Why are you rejoicing? Why are you leaping for joy? Because you know the company this puts you in. This puts me in company with people like Isaiah, Jeremiah, okay, are you listening to me? Elijah, Elisha, people who were mistreated and talked bad about because of their identifying with the Lord. He great, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. My, my, my. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. In fact, I quoted some of this. Go to Luke 6. Let's read this one too. Luke 6. Sometimes one writer will include something that the other one didn't. You have to put them all together to get the whole thing that Jesus said. Matthew heard what Jesus said, but Luke also heard what Jesus said. You know how we are. Sometimes you'll, you'll add something that I didn't remember. I'll add something you didn't remember. In Luke 6, 22. Luke six twenty-two, it says, blessed are you blessed. When men shall hate you. (laughs) When they shall separate you from their company. I told you you might not get invited. (laughs) And shall reproach you. And cast out your name as evil. In certain groups, just the mention of your name. People go, Mm-mm, no, not them. I mean, when I was going to school at Ramah, I thought Brother Hagin was one of the greatest things that ever happened to the world and still do. But I'd go out to other places and I'd mention his name and I'd see their face change. Yeah. Yeah. They were pretty nice up until that point. Yeah. And they said, well, where are you going to school? And I said, you know, uh, Raymond, Brother Hague's ministry. And they go, oh.
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> One of those. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. One of them. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, no, we won't invite you. No, you won't preach at our churches. No, no, no. Wow. no. But what did the Lord say do in a situation like that? Rejoice! You should leave and go, glory to God. Look at this. I got some real genuine persecution. Not because I did something stupid or dumb. Just because I believe in the Lord and identify with somebody else that believes in the Lord. You'll see this happen with Paul. There were people at, at later on in his ministry that uh, broke off their connection with him. And uh, you'll see him talking to Timothy. Timothy didn't. Timothy stayed hooked. And he talked about him not, uh, not being ashamed of him. And not being ashamed that he was in jail. And had chains on. We must identify with the master. Right? Not everybody loves him. You'd think they would, but they don't. They don't. There are people that hate Christianity. Man, there are millions of people on this planet that would absolutely wipe out Christianity if they could. They They would kill all of us, they'd wipe it out. They hate us. But any genuine persecution that you experience, don't get your feelings hurt, don't draw inward don't cry, don't feel sorry for yourself, that's acting like you were never at Faith Life Church and you never heard this message. You are here, I see you. I see you, I see you over in Sarasota, by faith, I see you online, I know you know, I know you're listening. So what are you going to do? Come on, help me out, help me out. Read the rest of it. What did he say? When Jesus tells us to do something... That's what we do. Come on, help me out. When Jesus tells us to do something, that's what we, whether you feel like it or not. But it is not so hard to do it when you change your focus. It depends on what you're looking at. If you're just looking at people mistreating you and listening to the lies and things they're saying, you ain't going to be happy about that. So you've got to quit looking at that. You've got to quit thinking about that and change the channel. Right. Yes, right. What? Look at something else. What are we going to look at? We're going to look at the reward. Yeah. We're going to look at what company we're in. Right. right? And looking at the reward, you can rejoice. That will make you rejoice. Rejoice. Back up to 22. Let me read it again. Blessed are you when men shall hate you. When they'll separate you from their company and reproach you and cast out your name as evil, not just because you did a bunch of bad stuff, but for the son of man's sake. Because of your identifying with him and obeying him. Verse 23, rejoice in that day. Somebody say rejoice, rejoice. Rejoice. Now come on, say it like this. I'm going to do it. You're going to do what? When? When? Oh, you're sitting up in church where everybody's nice right now. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, no, no. When are you going to do this? When people speak evil of you. They treat your name like mud. They lie on you. They hate you. You're going to do what? Come on. You're going to do what? You're not going to take drugs for depression and seek professional help. Come on now. You're not going to hold a grudge against them. You're going to forgive them. You're going to say like the master, forgive them, Lord, because they don't know. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how ignorant they are. They don't know what they're mocking and making fun of. Have I know they're going to get in trouble if they don't quit this, but I don't want them to get in trouble over saying this about me. I'm asking you to forgive them. Then you change the channel onto the glory channel, heaven channel, what's happening tomorrow in the future channel, and you go, reward, reward. I'm going to get reward in some measure like Isaiah did, like Elijah did, like the prophets did, in some measure. How many believe any measure of that is going to be great? Right? Rejoice in that day, and here, here's the jumping part, and leap for joy. Yeah. Say, did you hear what they said about you? You said what? Woo! <laughs> they said what? Woo! <laughs> of course, people may look at you like you're crazy. Then they go, gonna... they like it when people talk bad about them. Because... No, no, you just know why. It's happening, and you know what comes next. Eventually, reward. Your reward is great. No, God doesn't exaggerate. Your reward is great in heaven, for in the like manner did their fathers to the prophets. Verse 35, but do what? Skip down to verse 35. Do what? Really? Really? Got to do that? (laughs) Love who? Not the folks you go to church with. They're easy to love. Who? Your enemies. Enemies. And do good. Lend, give. Hoping for nothing again from them. And what will happen? Your reward shall be great. You will be the children of the highest, for He's kind to the unthankful, and to the evil. Be ye therefore merciful, as your Father also is merciful. Man, you're acting like God. Wow. Who? Because you got His very own love shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Spirit. So you can do it. You don't always feel like doing it, but you can choose to do it. You have the ability. Because of what he's put in you. Somebody say glory to God. Glory to God. God. Thank you. Lord Jesus. I didn't intend to go this way today. But here we are. (laughs) I didn't even think I was going to talk about persecution today. Is it connected to reward? You can't separate the two. They're, They're... Connected and it keeps you from going through life hurt, yes. sulking, yes. injured, yes. depressed. That shows you're a baby Christian, yeah. you've not grown up, and you don't believe what the Lord told you.
1: Yeah. Yes. yes, sir? Yes. There you
0: go. Hmm? Because if you believe what He told you, you'll respond completely differently. Yes. Thank you. Hmm? Well, everybody else is crying. Huh? Feeling sorry for the self, you're leaping. And you may get persecuted for that, too. They go, they're nuts. They're stupid. Did you look at this? The people custom, and they're jumping praising God. I told you, nuts, nuts. One of them. One of them, who? One of them. One of them like Abraham? One of them like Isaiah and Elijah? One of them like Peter and Paul? One of them like Jesus? One of them, yeah. Yeah, I'm one of them. Come on, somebody say, I'm, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I'm
1: one
0: of them. I'm one of them. One. Stand on your feet, everybody.